I've been, been meaning to talk about you, you hear this term called the great resignation and the great resignation has become a boogeyman term like like critical race theory is is one of these terms in my opinion that that people that are in control try to throw out to those particularly those that that lean left politically those that lean right politically are trying to throw out to those that lean left politically that people are quitting their jobs because they're lazy and they don't want to work for for the wages that are out there. Now, you have people on 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 the left and I'm not on the left politically, but but I am a big proponent of of living wages. Like I think I think asking people to work for 12, 13 dollars an hour, man, is just that's just nonsense, man. It's 2022. People should not be. You shouldn't work 50, 60 hours a week and make 35K a year. That just doesn't make any sense. And minimum wage, just so I know that it's a scam, minimum wage, because I, I've worked many years in healthcare, which the model in healthcare is one of that's that's 20% of GDP, right? So the models used for healthcare and reimbursement and all of that stuff are among some of the smartest, most brilliant people in the country. That's where all the Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Duke people, they built those algorithms. Those are the algorithms that are used to reimburse people for healthcare, especially on the Medicare and Medicaid lines of business. And it's based on the county. So if you're in Jackson, Mississippi, the reimbursement is not going to be as high as the reimbursement if you're in San Francisco, California. So someone in Seattle is going to get a higher reimbursement on a healthcare claim, you know, if you're in Seattle or you're in DC or you're in Boston, you're going to get a higher reimbursement than someone that lives in, I don't know, Albuquerque, New Mexico or Lubbock, Texas or somewhere like that. And you should be doing that for minimum wage. It should be based on the county. It shouldn't be based. It shouldn't be 15 across the board. 15 an hour is pretty good if you're in Shreveport, Louisiana or Dothan, Alabama, that's not a lot of money. You can't live off that if you live in Riverside. And everybody knows that. People, people just don't want to, to, to cede, concede control over the system and, and take it down to the state and county level because there, there are a lot of lobbyists and there's a lot of other political theater that's involved in that. But there's this concept that's being floated around. Everybody's quitting their job because, because they're lazy they want to live. That's what the right is is pushing. The far right, the neocons, the Breitbart's, the Fox News's, the the OANs are pushing 
that lazy millennials and Gen Zers, they don't want to work for a mere 21 bucks an hour. They're just quitting their jobs because they're lazy. And, and, and Joe Biden, who people, I'm not, I'm not a huge Joe Biden fan. Like I think, I think the Joe Biden, I don't know if he knows where he is a third of the time. I've had jokes on Joe Biden, but you know, Joe Biden for the most part is pretty pragmatic and a smart guy. He's been around for 50 years. He's an adult. Do I think that he's the best person to lead? Do I do I want to see do do am I am I on my knees every night praying praying to 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 God that Michelle Obama will get the fire under her and decide to run for president in 2024 and Michelle Michelle Obama can you I know that you're hanging out with with Malia and Sasha and I know you're being a mother and I know that you you and Barack are out at Martha's Vineyard living your best life eating crab cakes Barack Obama's smoking them Swisher sweets. Doesn't have to. He can. He can smoke all he wants. He's not in public eye anymore. He can go through as many packs of Newports as he wants to go through Delhi. But if Michelle, if you could just give us four years, if you could come save us, Michelle, please, I am begging you, come save us from ourselves. I think Michelle Obama's the only person, perhaps, that can fix this thing. And I've said Michelle Obama's the only person in the history of the United States that could win the presidency. Joe Rogan was talking about that. I think Michelle Obama could win the presidency in a landslide. She would smoke Trump. She would smoke Biden. She would smoke AOC. She would smoke Cruz. She would smoke DeSantis. And she's like, nah, I don't want to be president. I'm out here playing badminton with my daughters at Martha's Vineyard. And I'm not mad at her. But, but if she gets the fire... And wants to come back, I'd greatly appreciate it. But I digress. I'm going to to Inc.com. It's an interesting name for a, a, a website. And so these are some actual stats to debunk some of those theories. And this comes from this actually comes from the Wall Street Journal. It showed that during the pandemic, there are 500,000 more unincorporated self-employed workers than there were at the start of the pandemic. So the start of the pandemic, it was 9.5 million. Now it's, now it's 10 million. Another stat, the number of new applications for federal tax ID numbers jumped 56% between 2019 and 2021. Two thirds of those were for businesses expected to employ nobody other than the founder. So sole proprietorship. Another stat, the percentage of workers in the U.S. who consider themselves self-employed rose from 5.4% before the pandemic to 6% now. In September of 2020, the online marketplace Etsy had 2.6 million active sellers. Excuse me, 2019. As of 2021 September, that number was 7.5 million. I had the pinky, I had the pinky like, like Austin Powers. People are not quitting their jobs. People have decided that they're tired of getting in their car, driving 45 minutes to work in rush hour traffic, getting out their car, putting on, putting on their, their, they're wearing sandals or something. So they don't scuff up their shoes, putting on their, their pumps or, 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 or their heels, walking to the office, getting coffee, sitting in meetings for two hours a day, wearing a suit, 
dealing with political theater, dealing with, with racist bosses, sexist bosses, transphobic bosses, dealing with companies that are giving you a 2% cost of living increase when inflation is 7%, dealing with HR, dealing with harassment, dealing with that spanky at work that doesn't do anything at all but sit there and play video games on his or her cell phone all day. People are tired of that. People are tired of being underpaid. People are tired of having to beg for promotions and juxtapose and kiss someone's arse so that they can get a decent parking spot. That's what people are tired of. So what people are doing, they're saying, you know what? Everybody during COVID has lost their job. Everybody's broke. Inflation is a mess. Everything's a mess. Stuff costs more. I'm not worried about my credit score. Student loans are deferred. You know what? I'm going to start my own business. and I'm going to run my own business for a year or two. I think I can make 50K a year running my own business, doing my own thing, not having to be in the rat race. And if it doesn't work out, worst thing, I'll go back to my old job or go back to something similar to my old job. People are tired of the chicanery and nonsense. And you know why I know that? Because I was tired of it. I was making good money as an executive, healthcare executive, but had to deal with all the theater, all the stuff that I said, I had to deal with it. The politics, the racism, the begging for a promotion, the title. I had to deal with all of that. I got to a point. I remember my aha moment. I was working like 75, 80 hours a week, which is, which is fine. I'm still working 75, 80 hours a week. But, but I, had a beautiful, I had a beautiful house in Phoenix. I had a five-bedroom house. Three-car garage. Pool. Fire pit, beautiful neighborhood, gated community, all of that stuff. I lived in a house three years. It wasn't until the pandemic hit and I was literally forced to because it was illegal. You had lockdowns in Phoenix. I had never sat in my yard on a weekday afternoon ever. I had never been in my pool on a weekday ever. Maybe sometimes on a Saturday evening I'd be in there, I'd be out there grilling. And the pandemic hit in the spring. Phoenix weather is beautiful in the spring. It's like 90 degrees every day. It's dry heat. There's no humidity. And I remember being out on my laptop, on my computer, working in the yard. I had a little tent out. A little breeze was blowing. I'm looking at the pool, the beautiful blue water on the pool. I, got, I, I went out and took a dip. I was barbecuing some salmon and asparagus. And this was a part of my daily routine. And I was like, man, I'm working, I'm busting my tail 80 hours a week and I'm not even enjoying the stuff that I'm busting my tail for. And that was a moment where I said, you know what? I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back to that. If I make less money, then so be it. If I don't have a fancy vice president, senior vice president, general manager title, so be it. But what I don't want to do is spend two hours a day in traffic, stressed about presentations, all of that stuff. And I started, to, I started to make plans to, to launch my own business. And for me, it's been very successful. I didn't make as much money the first year. But I feel like we've, we have some great partners. We have the EpiSources of the world. We have the sponsors. We have U.S. Hunger. I consult for a lot of fantastic health plans and ACOs and, and companies behind the scenes. I was able to open up Paragon 7 Studios. And, and I don't feel like I'm ever going to look back. And ultimately, I'm going to be more successful financially than I would have been at Blue Cross. I gambled on myself. I put my own money in. But it's not even about that. Even if I made less money, 
I did not want to be a rat in a maze anymore. And I think a lot of people in America, they're tired. They're tired of being told what to do by someone else. You can have your own tax ID number. All you have to go to LegalZoom.com. I don't even, they don't even sponsor the show. You go to LegalZoom.com, set up your own tax ID number, especially if you're in healthcare, if you're a nurse, if you're a coder, if you're a computer person, do you really need a boss? Why can't you contract yourself as a 1099 employee, pay your own taxes? Why can't you, if you have a little bit of money, lease a space at a place like Industrious? Don't go to WeWork because they're a cult. Lease your own space. You don't even have to do this thing in your basement. My first space in Industrious was like 400 bucks a month. But it was my space that I owned. My name was on the door. And people are figuring out how to get out of that. And that scares the heck out of a lot of people. Because once again, I was talking about, I was talking about the church earlier in the week. A lot of this stuff is about control. They want to control people. They want you to be a rat in a maze. They want you to be a sycophant. They want you, they want to be your puppet master. And I think that Gen X, millennials, but especially Gen Z, they're like, nah, bleep that. We're not doing that. Paragon 7 Studios. On guard. I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J wishing you a happy and healthy new year. We are excited to launch Lance J Plus, a new series of uncensored podcasts, training development videos, and webinars germane to healthcare and curated by yours truly. In 2022, Paragon 7 Studios is expanding our media reach for consulting clients on risk adjustment, star ratings, clinical operations, and value-based care models. Our intricate knowledge of the healthcare industry and our partnership with Urban One makes us an unstoppable force. For additional details, follow us on Instagram at Paragon 7 Studios. That's at Paragon 7 Studios.